Got the bowl of ice cream, the soy sauce. Oh, that was way too much. <laughs> you still gotta eat it. Famous all right. last words. All right, and it's all melted too. Okay, here we go. All right. In anticipation. There you go. <laughs> Did you mix it up? You're supposed to mix yes, it up. Yes, I mixed it up. <laughs> it's still awful. Everyone, welcome to the Four Dorksmen Podcast. I am Collector Clint. I'm Nate, aka Angry Nate. I'm Ryan, Asian Tony Stark. And this is Joey, aka East Squatch, since I live further east than Clint does. <laughs> that's, why, name. that's why East we Squatch. Went east Squatch. East. East Squatch. East Squatch. This yeah. is me now. <laughs> Well, very good. Well, anyway, guys, thank you, and thank you, everyone, for joining the Four Dorksmen podcast, where we talk about all the dorky stuff we want, and hope you'll enjoy listening to it. Big shout out before we do anything to uh, Julie and to Austin for their artwork. We have displayed all over wherever you listen to our lovely podcast, which can include anywhere from SoundCloud, can include iTunes, it can include Google Play, can include Spotify. And it also apparently can include YouTube as we are live streaming this for the first time. So thank you for everyone for joining us there. We want to make sure to say thank you to Eva who joined us last week on the podcast. We learned a lot and had a lot of fun with her. And of course, thank you to Larry for being our first guest ever. And huge shout out to him and the STS guys for episode 100 of the STS guys recorded last night. Well done, gentlemen. It was fun to be a part of that. And we're looking forward to the future. So... Uh, again, if you're not following us and you're listening to us for the first time, we're all over social media at the underscore dorksman on Twitter and on Instagram. Our email is the or excuse me, email is dorksman at gmail.com. Please feel free to shoot us any and all email. We have a couple hashtags out there we'd love to have, especially with ask hashtag at the dorksman, our kind of QA section, which we will get to here shortly, along with uh, well, well, more those more common, including challenge the challenge the dorksman and dorksman pre party. So I think that's kind of everything I have to start out with housekeeping, but I look at it again, the notes that Nathan, thank you for putting those together. And I'm sorry I used your full name. I don't know why I did that, but <laughs> thank you for, uh, so formal today. Thank you. Uh, yes, right. I, I'm going to start using Nathaniel. your last name. Yeah. yeah. My full name is actually Nathaniel. So oh, thank, is you, it really? thank you, Nathaniel. <laughs> Only, thank you. I only hear that when I'm in trouble though. So like ah. if I did something wrong, then it's like the full name. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I, I get that with Clinton. I totally understand. But um, you're going to be last names by the, you know, by the end of episode 10. Wait, Thank wait, w- wait, wait, wait. What's Clint short for? Clinton? Clinton. Clinton is Clint- my full name. Yep. Clintonius. That's what we're going to go with. Clintonius. <laughs> I have Clintonius. been called much worse today, so I'm okay with that. Anyway, guys, um, thank you guys for five episodes. We're thrilled to do five episodes. And I'm going to start this episode by telling you guys that we are starting to do giveaways. Giveaways, so, you say? I do say giveaways, and we have some things planned. We're starting out – I'm not even going to say small. We're starting out low and going to work our way up. So we're going to get higher and better. So what we're doing is we are going to do a retweet the podcast. So when episode five is released, retweet that tweet on Twitter. And what can you win? Well, we can have you get some swag, including our own pins and stickers that we've been teasing. So I hope you guys will consider doing that sharing it and uh, we'd love to share some swag with our big fi- i'm sorry i said pins buttons excuse me uh, Boutons. that was my fault i don't know why i can't keep the two straight but that's what we're doing so please 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 feel free to retweet um 
There'll be other chances. I don't know if you've seen the post. We've had plenty, and I have a feeling we'll order more at some point. So please consider uh, helping us out, and we would love to help you out and uh, get you some swag. So I think that's what we got. Let's see where else I got on the agenda here. I think it's time to uh, uh, ask the dorksman here. Let's do uh, a couple questions. So these both come from Twitter, I believe. Yes. And by the way, interrupt me at any time, guys. I just feel like I'm talking sometimes. At Haven Huth asks, if you could write a crossover for for any two movies or TV shows, which would you pick? Um, Nate, how about you start with this and we'll go east to west. Okay. Um, so for me, a movie crossover, some kind of crossover between like Fast and Furious and Home Alone. I think it'd be just stupid enough, like wacky enough. Like, did you see the premise be like, so like Dom, you know, Vin Diesel's character, he gets left at home. The rest of the crew go to like, you know, some kind of, so go, they go to race wars, right? They go across the country and they're, and then Dom just gets left behind. And then uh, he, maybe he's got like a broken leg or something, right? So he can't, he's hobbling around. He can't like, you know, kind of, you know, he's, he's, he's a strong guy. He should be able to fight off two robbers, but you know, he's got his legs broken. He can't do it. Something goofy like that. Just something kind of doesn't really make sense, but I, I think it'd be pretty funny. All right. So I, who gets hit totally in the watch that. face with a paint can then? <laughs> yeah, we're the burglars. Yeah, I don't know who the villains would be though, right? Like you got to have some good villains. No, 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 no. You have to have Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just much older and like right. struggling to get around. Who Vin Diesel couldn't handle on his own, but he has to come up with these elaborate pla- or plans with a car to take right. them out. And what are they this time? They were the wet bandits. Right. And then the sticky bandits. What are they this time? The crippled the bandits. Old, I was gonna say the old man bandits. Yeah, crippled. <laughs> gas bandits. They were they were trying to steal. They're trying to siphon gas from his car, and he was like, "No, <laughs> this is my car. I have to protect." I, okay, touche. No. That that's a good way to tie the stories together. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Haven Huth, and I should know his real name. I'm sorry. Don't ask. Movies or TV shows. So you can answer either or. I think Nathan actually has both. Or excuse me, Nathaniel has <laughs> both. Uh, yeah, so if TV show, I would love to see like a Simpsons, uh, Simpsons and Rick and Morty crossover. Just that wacky, um, just how crazy you know this world that Rick and Morty are. Do you imagine like Bart and Homer jumping to different dimensions, just having wacky adventures? Well, would you know be, they did uh, a cou- pretty awesome. You know they did a couch gag with Rick and Morty, right? Right. Okay. Cool. Just making sure you knew that. But yes, I think that'd be actually very interesting especially with the way the Simpsons goes now. Now, if you did it with Simpsons in the early 90s, it wouldn't work. But right, the Simpsons right. have embraced that they're an animated series and can break, you know, gravity. So I like that. I like the idea a lot. Very cool. All right, Ryan, you're up. Okay, sorry for the <clears throat> delay here. I'm just trying to reply to a couple of people's comments. We're being um, live. I love it. <clears throat> let's see. I think what we may want to do here as well, maybe we'll add a third question in today because Manny actually did bring up a good point. His question to us was, would you change NYCC's and SDCC's con locations? If so, where would you move it to? I think that's a really good point of discussion. I don't know if we want to add it in for this week, but Manny, that is a good question because I don't know. Well, I'm okay yeah. adding it in. Let's okay. answer the two questions we have prepared and we'll answer a third. That's what we should do. We're going to do these live streams. We'll yeah. do Ask the Dorksman on Twitter and social media, and then we'll do one question here. I like it. Let's do it. Okay, for me, I haven't really put a lot of thought into this, but the first thing that came to mind for is a crossover for two movies. I would do Iron Man and the Power Rangers. Would they be fighting against each other at first kind of thing? No, that would be more like a team-up thing. Gotcha. 
Reader, Reader Repulsive's gotten that bad, huh? Yeah. Well, it could right. be Ultron, too. We could go the other end of the coin. But imagine either your Ultrazord, Dino Ultrazord, whatever iteration of it is, and the Hulkbuster. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> that would be cool. Hulkbuster fits inside. I like that idea. Or the yeah. Dino Buster. Yeah. Yeah. Copyright she, she, she that. Like That's yeah, my you're don't, first. Recording don't it. copy me. That's right. We got we got visual evidence or uh, audio evidence of it. Very and good. Video. And video. And video now. Yeah. Wow. We're representing. And TV. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's okay. Is that either or? Joey, what you got? All right. My TV crossover is going to be like the Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul world. You know, I'm kind of thinking of those as the same two. Crossing right. over with The Office. Oh, my God. So, so, so like, a, uh, go ahead. So, so, what happens is Saul Goodman starts using the Dunder Mifflin paper company as a front to launder the money <laughs> that, that Gus and Walt are making. And is totally, <laughs> totally oblivious to it. So, like, they do, like, the single cam shot still. And, like, instead of just interviewing Michael Scott and Dwight and Jim, they also interview, like, Gus and Mike and Saul. And the office crew has no idea what's going on. They're totally wow. oblivious to the whole thing. Except for Dwight, who has, like, this hunch that something's going on. And he starts, like, doing his own investigation. And, of course, he ends up, you know, getting murdered. But but his 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 uh, in- investigation is based off a of paranoia, not actually based on him knowing or figuring anything out. Correct. Right? It, it okay. has something to do with a trip to Los Poyos Hermanos, and he got like one <laughs> extra chicken strip or something, and he thinks that's a conspiracy <laughs> worth investigating. Okay, okay. I should not have had you guys go before me because those are actually all of those are really good. Um, did you have anything else, Joe? Before I go? No, just the TV show one. Uh, that was good, and. and well done. Those are actually, I'm again, I should have had you guys go first. I have both. Um, I actually went with the Rick and Morty thought too, because I'm excited for when season four comes out here in November. But I thought it'd be really interesting to see them and Bojack Horseman. Just because I want to see what the Bojack Horseman universe, Morty and Rick and other characters actually look like and what animals they would be. So that's what I went with for my TV show. For movies, I want to, I love Days and Confused and I love Wayne's World. And I know they take place in different times, but I'd love to see them together. I'd love to see Wayne and Garth interact with all the kids at the moon tower at uh in days and confused so those are my answers for that question uh, i like the question a lot though so thank you uh haven hoof i appreciate that the other question comes from son who is in the chat thank you for joining us he asks do you guys collect anything other than funko what's one pop that's not made yet that you'd like to see made um who wants to go first i'll go first all right, let's do. We'll do East to West again. So you go first. No surprise here. I collect anything and everything. Tony Stark and Iron Man. Uh, since you guys can actually see us in the live stream today, oh. lean back a little bit there, and I have a helmet in the back. I, I, you know, I have a lot of figures. I don't have any statues yet. I have a couple hot toys, but no big diorama type statues yet. Yet being the keyword yeah. here. One pop that has not been made yet that I'd like to see made. I've said this on the boards many, many, many a time. We need a Galactus pop. Now that they've actually done 10 inch, and now that they're you know they're releasing the 19 inch, 49 inch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 19, if sorry. they ever do a Marvel piece, I think the most logical one to do first, just being his immense size in general, is Galactus. That would be awesome. I just I'm not, I can't if, drop this mic, but you know, boom. Right, boom. I only wonder if they're if Galactus will make a movie appearance, and that's why they're hesitating on doing it. You know, up until this point, 
I don't know if they really had the licensing properly down for it because only now are they talking about doing a little bit more with the Fantastic Four, right? Of course, they did right. thing within the first wave of Marvel, but since then, we haven't had anybody within that that universe, that part of the Marvel universe. I'm not going to say MCU because it's not MCU. It's just Marvel Universe. But I would love, love, love to see Galactus. And actually, I'm going to add one more here. I'd love to see Modoc. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That'd be a good yeah, one. Yeah. That'd be, cool. oh, yeah. be a good one. Cool. Well, I guess that's Joe. You're up. How? How am I up? Again, <laughs> do you own a compass? If you go from Hawaii and head east, you would get to Nate next. He's just spitting a Actually, globe. You hit the Pacific Ocean first. You're absolutely right. I don't know what Clint's doing. He didn't I thought it was, pass I, geography. I, I did. What can your, I say? I your new name is Rand McNally. That's what we're going to call you from now on. Rand McNally. <laughs> Can't wait till one of you becomes a thesaurus so we can call you Webster. Okay, right, fine. I, we'll go East West and we will go Nate. Okay. Um, so other than Funkos, I don't, I can't say I collect shoes. I have like a lot of shoes, but I don't collect them. Like I just enjoy, um, buying shoes and wearing different types of shoes. But for collection wise, I do really like watches. I'm a big watch guy. Um, I don't have it prepared to kind of show off, but I do have like, uh, my wife, my wife bought me a, uh, a watch box, uh, a couple years back for our anniversary. So it's, it's really cool. I've got like about 11 or 12 watches in there right now and still want to add more to it. Um, nothing super expensive, but you know, there's always a couple that I have my eye on that one day I'd, I'd, I'd really like to own. Um, but yeah, watches are, are kind of my thing outside of, uh, Funko's, um, pop. I'd like to see made Nintendo pops, just any Nintendo um, I know licensing is kind of a, a pain, but like a Mario Pop, Luigi Pop, like one of these days, if that happens, I would be over the moon. Uh, just grew up with Nintendo, right? Like a lot of us did. So getting that in pop form is kind of like full circle of, um, of, of video games and pop culture meshed together. So, yeah. That's hard to argue. That's awesome. That's a, that's a great. So, you know what? I'm going to go next, obviously. That's how we go east to west. <laughs> Good job, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, it's funny you mentioned Nintendo because one other thing I do collect is Abo, and I know I've mentioned that before, but um, I know they're coming out with a bunch. They just announced the Shovel Knight Golden one, so I'll have to grab that. So that's actually got what got me into Funko. That's not all I collect, though. I do collect Tiny Ghost. Love the new Geek um, geek Cult. If you haven't seen it yet, it's awesome. I know Prague actually posted a really nice picture on Instagram that got retweeted by them, so make sure you check it out if you haven't. But one other thing I really like that I collect that I don't collect as much anymore as I'd like to is CDs. I have a very extensive CD collection. I'm still somebody who loves to have the actual physical music. Let me rip it so I can still have the artwork, so I can still have the you know lyrics or whatever is included with it. So I have a mass collection of CDs. I'm not planning on getting rid of them. Even though I don't I have one CD player in the car now. Both are all our computers, my car, nothing works with CDs except for the CD player I have. So um, it's definitely dying media, but that is the other thing I collect. As for pop, I'd like to be seen. I have a group of pops. I, I'm not actually sure how they would do them, but back in the early 2000s, there was Homestar Runner. I don't oh, know, my maybe God. Remember that. I would love to see Homestar Runner done in pop. The cheat. Um, the cheat, strong bad, all, all strong the other strong. Mm. Um, <laughs> I always thought Homestar could be the cheat or the Homestar chase. I thought it'd be kind of neat to do that. So uh, I'm a huge, still a huge fan of the cartoon. I just bought the Trogdor board game. Haven't played it yet, but that's what I would like to see made into pop. So I'm going to continue moving east. 
Okay, so it's my turn. So uh, when I was reading over the notes before we got started uh, today, I didn't realize that Nate and I, Nate and I are really long lost brothers at this point is what I'm going to go ahead and go on record as saying, because when we got to this part, everything was the exact same. Like before I started collecting pops, my first thing I was collecting was watches. And then I'm the same way with shoes. I don't really collect them, but I've got an addiction to them. Um, and then the same thing with what I want to see made next is obviously Nintendo. Like I need every Super Mario pop. I, I need every Mario Brothers suit. I need everything from that line. And then I'll be poor. Um, but yeah, I'm the same way with the watches. You know, I've got uh, probably 15 or 16. I've got, you know, like three G-Shocks, uh, five or six more fossil watches. I'm kind of the same way as you. Like, I don't have any that are really expensive. Um, but yeah, before I was collecting pops, that's what I was collecting was was watches. And now Funko takes up all my extra money that I spend stuff on. Very good. Very good. Do you have a, do you have any, uh, oh, you answered everything. Never mind. We're good. Cool. Let's answer that third question from Manny uh, as I try to look for it here. He was basically asking if we were to move SDCC or NYCC or, you know, both, theoretically, where would we move them to? And I saw in the chat here a bunch of them saying Vegas, which was one of the points of discussion, right, up up in the air until they re-signed SDCC for SDCC for the next, I believe, like five years. Here's my thoughts. Can you imagine trying to camp out for stuff, waiting outside the Las Vegas Convention Center? I'm not sure if you guys are familiar where it is on Paradise Road, but... It's massive. I'll, I'll give well, you that. Well, before you do that, though, I, I, this actually came up on another episode of the SDS, guys. The convention center in San Diego is actually bigger than the Vegas convention center, but they do conventions in Vegas with the different hotels. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be u- using that actual convention center, which frankly doesn't look like it's very well kept, but it's using the different hotels. So how that would work, I'm not sure, but I, you know, it, it's not necessarily all isolated to the one place like it is in San Diego the actual convention floor mm-hmm. well my, my main problem with moving it uh you know of course this is my first year going to san diego um i've been to las vegas before and i went to las vegas i just so happened the one time i've been to vegas was almost the exact same time of year which was you know kind of middle to end of july and you would much rather be waiting outside for hall h in 72 degrees with a nice breeze coming in in san diego than you would in that las vegas heat I mean, that's that's my biggest hold up is I, I much prefer the weather of San Diego walking around doing all that kind of stuff. Now, if they would maybe say um, do it in the fall or something, but I just like the summertime. I mean, that that makes it a lot easier for me and a lot more accessible, I think, for a lot of people to go to that it's well, in the I, summer. Agreed. Right. And I, I, I don't think, you know, we have winter cons. We have fall cons. We have the other cons. So I don't know if the timing is really even, you know, relevant in the sense, you know what I mean? Um, but Vegas, Vegas would be an interesting pick. I'm trying to think. So we have, let's, let's figure this out real quick. We're doing this a little more open option fit form here. We have up, uh, I guess it'd be up this way. <laughs> we have Emerald <laughs> city comic con. Then over here we have New York comic con. And then down here, I'm trying to, you know, sand better geography than I am. We have San Diego. So would you want one in Florida or would you want one more centralized? Like, ugh, I don't know. Denver. <laughs> Denver, um, well. uh, you know, or we have, of course, yeah. I mean, we could do Texas. Um, I'm trying to think of anywhere else. I mean, you could do, I mean, you could even. Hello, you guys could come out Hawaii. here. You go to Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, Hawaii Con. There we go. We have some, but they're just really small. I was going to say, so you move San Diego Comic Con to Hawaii and the island population doubles <laughs> in one day. 
you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting question. I actually like that they're in different spots and I like that they're, they each spot has its own thing. You know, San Diego has its thing. New York is definitely its own thing by itself. I've never been to uh, to Seattle, but I'd love to go. Well, no, I took that back. I've been to Seattle, but I, I haven't been to Seattle as an adult. Would love to check that out. Um, I'm not, I'm not a big Florida person, so I wouldn't want to see it there. Um, Houston is an interesting choice, or but I still say Denver would be a good one too. I think we we have the convention center, we have the space, we could handle the the tourism, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I'd say. But um, I mean, they all have their charm as it is. I don't I don't think moving San Diego would be great. I just think like Vegas has its own thing, you know, like you go there it's it's got its own kind of identity and its own thing for for what you're doing in Vegas, right? You're going there to eat, you're going to the gamble. It's like bring that kind of comic convention style where like SDCC I feel like it's like it's super family oriented. Like they want you to bring your family. They want you to bring your kids out. They want you to uh, kind of experience pop culture in that way, and moving that to a place like Vegas just—it doesn't kind of—it doesn't really mesh with me in in that sense. Like if Vegas were to do its own like con, like that's cool, but I would say leave San Diego where it is, and um, totally open to doing another Vegas con because who doesn't need a reason to go to Vegas, right? Because <laughs> there's um, already not, nothing there to do. A lot of the folks in the chat bring up a lot of good points here. People are talking about San Francisco. Uh, Sun is mentioning WonderCon moving back to SF, which I can understand that. But as far as moving San Diego Comic-Con itself to another city, I don't think it's possible. Vegas, just not number one, not enough space. Two, if you were to move it to a different time of the year, you're stepping on other people's toes, right? So if you were to say proposed, move it into the fall, you're going to be competing directly with NYCC. And then some of the other big cons that have not been mentioned yet, we have C2E2, Emerald City, we have, I mean, granted, there is nothing really in the southeast portion of the U.S. Like, I know Julie is from, well, residing in Florida Florida right now. And Alexander Wolfgang, shout out to the secondary heroes, by the way, since some of them are in here. He's also from Florida. So those are all good, valid points. But to me, San Diego Comic-Con, they've been there for 50 years. You know, it's kind of ingrained in the culture there. And coming from a state where... Tourism is our number one driver of any kind of income for the state of Hawaii because tourists bring the money in. Um, those corporations, in turn, eventually will pay somebody like me that works nowhere even close to that sector. That is the number one money maker for San Diego, hands down. Period. So I, I cannot see it moving anywhere else. Yeah, it's gonna be for anybody. Good point. Yeah. Hey, Manny, again, good question, man. That was cool. So, all right, let's get into some meat and potatoes here. What do you say? Let's do it. Let's yeah. go. Better than All the right. ice cream. Oh. Right. So <laughs> uh, we, we mentioned New York City Comic Con a few minutes ago. It's coming. Less than a month. There's a lot of a lot of announcements, official announcements that have already happened. And there's also a lot of speculation. I know like uh, Abominable Toys is speculating a uh, Statue of Liberty chomp, which would be really cool. Uh, there's still Funko Pops that haven't been announced. There's been some speculation about. There's tiny ghost stuff that hasn't been announced yet that's being speculated. So there's definitely going to be some great stuff there. But what we thought we'd talk about was the majority of the Funko announcements that have happened and which ones we're really excited about, which ones are must-haves, which ones we wish we could get, which ones maybe we don't even like. I don't even think we'll get that far. But, um, yeah, let's let's dive into this. So I know Nate mentioned our we should do our top ten. I am not against that. Except for, I think uh, we'd have a lot of overlap, to be completely honest. So, 
Do you guys mind if I kind of take it from here and we do our own thing? Or do you want to do top 10? Go ahead. Just go for it. We'll just knock them off as we go, I guess. I, and I like that idea better. Just so how long we go. Yeah. We can, we can make this last. All right. So let's yeah. do this. Let's start things out real easy. What is the, I guess they've only announced really pop. I guess I have some five star. What is the Funko product you are most excited for, regardless if you can get it or not? So if the, the minute you saw, you're like, that is so cool. I want it. I wish I could get it. Whatever the case is, we're gonna go west, and we're gonna <laughs> east to west, and we are gonna start with Joe. Yes. Yeah. Um. I think my top want is gonna be the Dwight with Dwight bobblehead. Just I'm such a big Office fan. It was really close between that and then the Butt Stallion from Borderlands. I, I think what could possibly push that one over because they. You know, there wasn't a lot of information in the blog post about right. it. Yep. I'm, I'm wondering if it's going to be just a regular pop or if there's going to be some kind of um, variant. Uh, like, is it going to be metallic or <laughs> is there going to be something else uh, that's going to go along with it to make it a little bit different? Because I think that could possibly jump it up to the top of my list if that's the case, if it ends up being like a metallic or some kind of other new maybe deal that they that they haven't had before, kind of like uh, Hot Topic does the diamond collection stuff. Yeah. So if it's maybe something special like that, because, you know, in the in the glam, it looks like it's going to be shiny. And I don't know how you would make just regular vinyl material on its own shiny like that. So that could possibly bump that one up to number one for me. But uh, probably those two. Makes sense. I'm not I neither of those surprise me, but I'm excited. I'm re I really wish I, I doubt this is the case that the bobblehead that Dwight was holding was actually a bobblehead. Yeah, there's a lot of speculation on whether that's going to be the case or not. I just don't know size wise if they would be able to make that small of a spring to go in there and actually make it practical. I mean, I know you can make a spring that small, but I just don't know if it would actually be practical. To so do that. they actually did. So back when Marvel Collector Corps first started, they did make the world's tiniest bobblehead of Ant-Man. It was the, the full-size regular pop of Ant-Man, unmasked, and then a masked itty-bitty one. So I guess that's possible, but you know, it, it, I don't know if it's cost-effective either. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about from a production standpoint. Are they going to be able to pull that off just in mass? Yeah, it'd be, it would be awesome, though. But, yes, definitely. Uh, it's still a very cool sculpt, so I, I, I can't argue with you. I think they should so, be able to do it, guys. I don't know if you're familiar with the older wobblers that they had, but they had some of like the, I believe they're 20-inch wobblers. And kind of similar, they're holding another wobbler, but it actually did bobble. Like the bobble banks, I, I think there's like a bobble fit. Most of these are, these are Freddy's from what I can recall, given out, given out at Fundy. So production run was probably very limited, but they have the ability to do them. Cost effective, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, you know, that's what they're, I mean, let's face it, it's a business. I, I'm a stockholder. I want to make money doing this. So. I am too. Yeah, so I get it. I get it. But it'd be interesting to see what they do. But I still like the idea. Good call, Joe. Um, Mile High Pop Hunter, hello, by the way, mentioned earlier the wrong English collaboration, and I love that. And I love that for a number of reasons. First of all, I, I have all those Freddie vinyls. I have them all, including, you know, I bought some with the Clint special this last past week. Um, <laughs> But I'd love to complete the set. But I love that they're doing something different. You know, I, I love that it's it, it was a surprise, at least to me. And it is just kind of kind of weird if you think about it. But that's what makes it so good. So I really like that. I'd love to get my hands on it. I'm disappointed it's a thousand. Thank you. Yes, Ryan is showing exactly what I'm talking about. I'm disappointed it's only a thousand pieces, but I understand why it's a thousand pieces. So those going to the cons, make sure you grab it if you get a chance. If you want to grab one for somebody else, I'm, I'm looking. But that's about all I got. So that is the one 
I thought was the coolest. I don't think I'll ever have it, but I would love to actually have that in my collection. How about you, Nate? Yeah, same. I got to piggyback on you. The Ron English uh, collab was, when I saw that, I was like, I couldn't believe it because it's just, it's so cool. It's just kind of meshing two things that you never kind of really thought would be put together, um, especially in something like as iconic as having it done in, on the Freddie vinyl, uh, not even just a pop form, you know? So I'm a big fan of the Ron English stuff. Like I have a couple of the, um, the Frank and fat, uh, vinyls. Uh, I picked up a couple of those. I really like the, just the fat cereal line that he does. It's just so fun. And, um, yeah, that would be definitely my number one, but another one I would say would have to be like the NYPD Freddie. That yeah. one's just super cool. Um, just it's so it's so iconic for new york and i think it's a it's just a really cool piece I, i'm sure we'll, we'll get into more discussion about that sure but i agree with you totally it's gonna be uh it's a good one ryan what you got hold on for a sec i'm just replaying to julie here since she's leaving oh bye julie thanks for hanging out um to be completely honest do what do i even need to answer the question <laughs> yes <I do. laughs> yes please okay for those just obviously start. that aren't too, so in tune with what I like for my fandom here, Tony Stark, right? <laughs> He's got the nano gauntlet. My only qualms about it, and this is me just being, you know, a little bit more movie accurate here, is it actually looks like he's wearing the nano gauntlet. I'm sorry, not left, but right over his actual suit. Because as we all know from the movie, and by the way, spoiler alert, in case you haven't seen it yet, if you have <laughs> not seen Endgame, what rock are you living under? But regardless, it looks like he's wearing the gauntlet over his suit. And we all know that the nanotechnology was able to actually absorb it in, right? So I know a lot of people had been asking for it. I've been asking for it. Some people are kind of throwing salt on it, saying that it's not the way that it should have been done. But regardless, I need it. It's a nice piece. It's very, very, very seldom and few if we ever are going to see RDJ's likeness in pop form again, right? Well, at least for, at least for this, I absolutely agree. So... Um... Anyway, what I'm wondering is um, with that, so I don't know exactly the production cycle, and that's probably on me, but how long does it take from, you know, we're, we're told we're making this, we're making this, or we drew this, we sculpted it, we got it produ produced. So I'm wondering if somewhere along the line they were told, hey, by the way, you know, before the game came out, that we, that we, we can't show you the footage, but Tony Stark gets a hold of the, of the Infinity Stones, and we want to make a pop of that. And they're like, okay, can you give us any other details? And they're like, well, no. So they kind of had to, you know, in a sense, freeball it mm -hmm. and guess. You know what I mean? I wonder that. Because I know, like you said, people are on salt. But I'm wondering if they actually had the time or even any visuals to go off of or if they had to kind of do their own thing. Because another thing, yep. yeah, another thing people, you know, that's on him is he's not, like, battle-worn. He's not dirty from getting his ass beat and beaten ass he's instead you know like he just woke up and stretched out and oh look what i have kind of thing so i wonder you know so just uh, without giving away too too much um working in in industry there's a lot of ndas and things like that but um with i would assume with with funko and with working with marvel they would have had a very good idea of how detailed they were going to go um in with the with the toy and for sure, I think it's just, it would have been a very small number of people that would have known, but they definitely, the artists would have known uh, way ahead of time building the sculpt of kind of what they were going for. What may have changed though is Marvel during filming might've been like, okay, 
this makes more sense. Let's just make it part of the tech, kind of just um, build it in easier that way without having to try to explain how did he get himself another gauntlet? Did he actually take it off Thanos' hand? You know, things like little, little details like that in the, in the movie process that might have changed, but um, confident that, uh, that, that Funko had, had a pretty good idea of what they were doing when they were building it. This okay, is kind so of what I have the vision of what they probably went off of in the comics right. when he actually was wielding it there, you know, but not again, not movie accurate. Obviously, Reed Richards was not in Endgame. Spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, well, there, there's speculation about what's to come. Obviously, if you guys saw Far From Home, they were definitely hinting Fantastic Four at the end of the movie there. Right. If yeah, you look at the cross agreed. streets there, that's about a block away from the Baxter building. Gosh, I really hope that Sony... I really hope that happens up a little bit. Anyway, well, yeah. that, that was a Fox property, so to me, that that probably is going to come to fruition in Phase 5. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. You Sorry, know? I was excited. I want Spider-Man to come back. That's yeah, I know, I know that's something that we've been meaning to talk about. It's just... Too sad. You know, Too sad. It comes down to money. Right, and we mentioned it briefly, and, uh, you know, I know I mentioned... Uh, give a listen to the... Uh, three beers and a mic they actually did a really good job explaining the details behind that deal and what's going on or not going on so the way they explained it i think it could happen but anyway we'll we'll get to that at some point i think we need to keep going on what we're talking about here very cool so uh i it, it's interesting i kind of expected one of us or two of us to have uh <laughs> that would be awesome son um <laughs> Or uh, or even Michael B. Jordan, right? Wasn't he wasn't he the other one? And he's he uh, he's all no longer, so you get out both. Yeah. So anyway, um, what is something you are surprised to see as a release with these pops, uh, or with the I should say with these Funko figures? And this time we will go. <laughs> now you got me <laughs> double thinking everything. We're gonna go east to west. We'll start with Nate. Uh, something surprising that. Uh, in the Funko release, um, I'd have to say, I guess just having the, I wasn't expecting the the mascots, the NYCC pigeon mascots. Like I know that the San Diego Comic Con, it's really big with the toucan. They have it like mm-hmm. on the art everywhere around the city. Like you can, you know, you know, like when you're going to SDCC, it's like the toucan's the mascot. I didn't know that NYCC had a mascot. Um, I'm, I haven't been to Very NYCC. Good. Yeah, so I mean the pigeon makes perfect sense, um, you know. New better than a toucan, right? Yeah, and <laughs> it, it it's cool. It makes sense. Um, so that was one that was I was a little bit surprised to see, but it's it's really cool. I think it's it's a cool piece, and it's definitely on my list of uh, of try to get as well. So I like I like them a lot too, and uh, you know if I if I was going to New York Comic Con, I would actually like really try to get them, just like with the toucan, but. Since I'm not, I like I like I wish those were kind of like just con exclusives in the sense that right. you know it's something you get while you're there. But I think the mascots came out really nice. I didn't know anything about them, and I'm with you. I think that that was a surprise, but a welcome one at that. How about you, Ryan? I'm gonna go with what Sun is saying here. My big surprise was actually the Ron English crossover because, I mean, there are a peop- there are a bunch of people in the designer world that maybe used to collect Funko before, but they aren't so keen on them now, and. You know, they, they criticize because Funko does this and Designer Vinyl does that. So, I mean, to me, I'm a big fan of Ron English's stuff. Just like Nate, I just don't own any of my own yet. I definitely want that. That was my second one. Obviously, I'm going to be loyal to my fandom first. And I need that for my collection that I need to finish in the back there. And to correct myself, I know I said in episode one that I have close to 20. 
it's actually over 30. I was, I was going to say. Yeah, I was thinking about it after I said that. I'm like, bad. Like, I know I have more than that. I was looking at my shelf and I'm like, okay, that's 5, 10, 15. And then not counting what I have in the stacks, like my SDCC Tony Stark. I'm like, yeah, it's closing, approaching closer to 30 with my protos and everything. So I definitely need that one. But Ron English, I mean, that obviously I like my Retro Freddies too. I have a dream and aspiration of owning one of the giant Retro Freddies one day. One day. I'll have oh, one one day. Won't we all? Yeah. But I think that's a great call. And uh, the nice thing is, at least the rumor is that your your Tony Stark will be easy to, or at least achievable to get, yes. which is nice. And I am so. not a sticker whore. <laughs> I am not, not. Also not a, you're also not a box whore, so I, yeah, it doesn't really matter, I guess. Way to, way to call out MC right there uh, with the sticker whore comment. Just his name is, I'm sorry, his out. name is Mike, not, his, so not I MC. I, 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 and I think Mike left. He's going to go watch football. He did. He football. went back yeah. to watching football. But I, I heard his to, feelings because I kept calling him Mike. So it's okay. Calling him out for the sticker whore comment. I feel like I have that ability as that Asian connection we have, even though we're all not the same ethnicity, but we're all Asian. We came from the same continent. Nope. Nope. Not touching that. Anyway, <laughs> um, Joey, what do you think? Uh, my biggest surprise was just the old properties that they brought uh, pops for, like uh, Daria... Uh, Samurai Jack, you know, just stuff that I guess is off of most people's radar as far as pop culture. And I know there's still the hardcore fans for all those things. I know they brought Samurai Jack, I think, recently for some limited run, maybe. Um, I can't remember. I thought I saw something on Cartoon Network a little while back for it. But anyway, I mean, it's stuff that's, you know, way out of people's memories for the most part. And it's like, oh, all of a sudden, you know, there's there's pops finally of Samurai Jack and people have been asking for it for a while. And I, I like the way Funko does that. I like the way they come up with these convention exclusives that are not necessarily mainstream right now. And, you know, it's kind of niche and it's like, hey, you know, we're not going to, this is not going to be a common release uh, because, you know, who would buy, you know, 50,000 pop, you know, possible pops of Samurai Jack, but, you know, maybe 15,000, you know, will sell out, stuff like that. I just like the way they're they're doing the approach. Um, and I, I think this release uh, at NYCC was more in tune with that than maybe the SDCC releases were. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. I actually really like that Daria piece. Like, I don't need another fandom to collect, but it's tempting because I actually really like the cartoon. So, yeah, that makes you wonder, you know, because there's a lot that they introduced a line with, like, you know, hey, hey, here's the first pop for this possible line. You know, mm-hmm. is the Dari going to be the only one? You know, because there's, you know, there's other characters, obviously. Same yeah. thing with Samurai Jack. You know, mm-hmm. is this going to be the end of it or is it just the beginning? I think right. it's just the beginning because obviously, if you have Daria, you need Jane. Yep. You need that. Agreed. But, Sun brought up a good point here. He's talking about MTV Funko. So think about it this way. Since we're going into that rabbit hole, there's mm-hmm. Daria. Obviously, they did Beavis and Butthead before, but I yeah, think right. they're long overdue to be rebooted here. Yeah. And since we jump on the Mike Judge train, why don't we do King of the Hill since we spoke about that oh. in the intro last week? I would oh, love, love, yeah, love that. that. I would love to have a Bobby Hill. Bobby. <laughs> Damn it, That's Bobby. And propane accessories. I don't know you. I'll sell propane and propane accessories. <laughs> so you guys are talking like MTV stuff, and you see the Canadian up here just nodding his head. Like I just have to agree with you guys because I never got MTV up here Serious? growing up. We had we had our own yeah we had our own 
crappy Canadian version called Much Music. Um, this is how uncultured a, I am. I had no idea about that. It was so it, yeah. an American is much thing. Music still around? Sorry? Is Much Music still around? Um, they do show music videos. They used to be really popular in the sense that they had like the they were like the Canadian baby brother to MTV, where they had like what you guys would do, and then like would be like, well, real world or something really cool. We'd get it like three or four years down the road because like people would be like oh i guess it's popular maybe we should jump on this bandwagon so we had like our own vjs and we had our own uh thing that you know very similar to mtv but we didn't have like the cool tv shows like we got beavis and butthead like way late and you know things like that so we got it like kind of late and it, it kind of sucks that i missed out on a lot of those uh really cool early on much uh mtv um cartoons and, and those types of shows so that's a good so question mad. for you nate since yeah. you're talking about like the early on episodes of Beavis and Butthead, have you seen the very first episode from Liquid TV, Frog Baseball? Oh wow! I, think I don't. Old. I don't think this so. is before Beavis and Butthead was even a show. It was so on this, Liquid and it's television. actually much more. If I remember right, it's much more raw yes. than the MTV show was. Like it was. There's, there's a lot of blood. There's a lot yes. of profanity. Oh, yeah, it's aggressive. Yeah, well, well, I'll I mean, take a look at that. They're hey, they're playing baseball story. with a frog. Just true right, that's story. The premise. True story. I managed to do a project in junior high about frog baseball. <laughs> like I found, uh, you know how they make the mini uh, Louisville slugger bats. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. I got a rubber frog, glued it to the bat, incorporated it into like a diorama, the whole nine yards. Made an A on it too, by the way. Amazing. That was my question. What'd you get on it? Excellent. An A. Got a boy. Represent. Um, interesting. So I, I will say on this MTV thing, like, I can't stand it now. It was awesome when we were younger because they played music videos. Even M2 doesn't play music videos anymore. So uh, I miss music videos a lot, actually, because I, I thought it was always a neat medium. But um, there's part that's not always great there, uh, Nate. There's uh, there's some parts that you're okay missing out on. Um, no, for sure. There it is. <laughs> yep, there, I mean, Sorry, and that's, that's just a Well, you, you, for the fly, it's pretty good. My surprise was actually, and I, I love, and I'm glad Joe said that because I was thinking the same thing. But what surprised me most is we have another limited edition Chrome Batman. I thought we were going away from that, especially since they sold who knows how many for uh, nine days of or whatever day, many days of Christmas. We had the Toy Tokyo Orange one, which wasn't limited. We've had um, even this one at San Diego Comic Con. That was from GameStop, and I'm like, okay, so they know people want it. They're not gonna have it, and, and then they come out with a 1500. I was just shocked about that because I know there's people out there that want to collect them, and yeah, they might not ever get the blue, they might not ever get the green, but at least they had chances of getting the other ones. Uh, especially with Brian Ariotti constantly tweeting about Pez and Batman, so I was kind of, I, I won't lie, I was disappointed and shocked that they made a 1500 piece for that line. I was, I was disappointed. You know who's definitely going to need that is Damien. Oh, well, I, sure. he's, he's going to need four of them, but he's actually going to the con, so at least he's a and good chance. I know Damien is a big sticker guy, so he's going to want both. You know what's funny? They they spoke about this a little bit on their episode. By the way, shout out to Geek Together. Yeah. Woo. Shout out to the CC and Damien as well, and Fernando. Can't forget Fernando and Seth. And who else is on that podcast? I don't know some some guy named Clint. I don't know who he is. He's apparently <laughs> oh on a whole God. bunch of stuff. He's like all over that the place. Clint. Yeah, that whole Clint. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't I'm say that. I was nice about it. Um, Damien oh. brought up a good point on their episode when they were speaking about this, though. As much as everybody wanted that Toy Tokyo sticker, it was a lot harder to get the overseas shared sticker. Yep. And yeah, I know yeah, Damien I has both. 
Right. Of course yeah. he does. Because yeah. <laughs> he's mean, that badass at it. Up until now, speaking of the Chrome Batmans, I'm complete. Cool. Really? I am. They're up on the wall. I know you wow. can't see it because of all the glare and everything, but I, I do have them all. So are you sure you're not Asian Bruce Wayne? <laughs> because he has more Tony Stark. But I, I did not know that. But see, like for you, that's going to be oh, tough for you to get. That's awesome. That's my favorite one. I have to say out of all the crumbs that EC. I like that you're sitting here flexing right now. Yeah. He's just showing off the pops that he's gonna have to destroy with a hammer during the challenge. Yeah, you guys wish <laughs> I would destroy which, which this. Do you want us to smash? Okay, let's see. Okay, we're gonna smash the blue one. Okay, oh, got it. Yeah. I'm got just it. trying to do what Big Brother Sully does and you know show other people okay. some of the goods that we've gotten over the years. Thankfully, so wait, I can say that I got this for retail at Comic Con. Oh. Funny story. I'm gonna divert a little here, guys. The number one thing that sold out in 2017 was a flocked Lorax. They had a whole wall of these when I got through the booth. Oh, wow. wow. That's cool. Go figure, right? Right. Who would have thunk, Who would have thunk it? <laughs> Either way. Right on. Um, wow. I don't even know where to go from here. I, I, I'm, I'm curious, Ryan, when you get back. Um, have you taken those out of the box? Or those have always been in the box? I have not taken those out because of the fact that they're chrome and I don't want to get fingerprints on them. Well, that's a good call. But okay. I will take other stuff out. Like I have a 1 in 96... Freddy as Ghost Rider from SDCC wow. I believe 2012. I'll, I'll grab it. Man, Look what else I got. Look what else I got. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I'm anyway. glad it's live though that we can like watch this. Right, right. Now that people can see what we're talking oh, about. That's I mean, really if cool. you guys want me that's to be stupid piece. about it, I'll, I'll take it out and I'll show you. No, don't do it. You don't need to do it. We're, uh, no, don't ah, just keep talking. I know everybody else in the video is want to, gonna want to see this as well, so I will take it out. Breaking my heart. Now, now you're doing a big, bro big brother Sully and uh, doing. Yes, because Sully whole... would do this too. Yep. Are you gonna like? Are you gonna chew on it a bit? You wish. <laughs> and for those oh, that do not watch Funko's videos regularly, if you are going to open your boxes, I don't know if you guys know the card trick or not, but you basically just slide it underneath the lip here. Uh huh. And you pop it up. Pretty sure that's how you unlock doors too, right? That's what I learned on TV. You just slide a credit card in the slot. Are you trying to yeah, that's, tell us that's that you're you a criminal? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. That, that's Clint's well, next podcast is how to break into buildings with a credit card. I don't know where your 96 piece went, Ryan, but look yeah. what I have now. Oh, man. Oh, Ocean's no. Ocean's 11, Ryan's collection. I'm down. Let's do that. Let's let's work <laughs> on that, Clint. Let's get, we got to get a theme song first. but yeah. oh, um, That piece is amazing, dude. That's really cool. That is very cool. Not jealous at all. So when's your honeymoon again, Ryan, that you're going to be out of the country and out of... <laughs> that is a good question. I don't know yet. Yeah. Mitchie and I were just talking to... about that during lunch today. We're still trying to figure that out. I'm not going to be able to make the uh, the Funko uh, HQ LA opening, but I'm going to be out of town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that is a good call, Clint. I think we might... We might, uh, some that's, sun might be in our future. That's right. My, my, I got a tan. What can I say? I was in Montana. Anyway, um, so those are some of the exciting uh, reveals we have. What other ones caught your eye or that, uh, that you, you're, you're questioning in the first place? Anything you, anything you guys want to say? Um, this one is just open. Feel free to chime in at any point. So for me, I think one thing that I was a little bit surprised on was the, the community one, Britta. So I'm going to get it. Um, I, I, I like the community line. I have most of them. Um, but 
she's not holding a bagel. That's that's my problem with it. Is that <laughs> I agree. If she, she, she went to New York one time, she had no, bagels. She should she be holding a bagel. Yeah. yeah so. She lived in New York. Yeah, she yeah, she lived in New York. So, so she, that's, she knew that's what, what a bagel is. Yeah, that's a good point. I I actually am a community collector as well, and I have all you know all six. I actually have them out of the box because they're not exclusives or anything like that. So I'm gonna be bummed to have you know the 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 um, uh, Greendale Seven ish without Britta. She'll be in a box, but I'm glad at least they're making Britta in the first place. So good call, good call. Um, one thing that kind of surprised me is they're making another Cato and Green Land or uh, Green Hornet. Right. Pieces that have been made, they look very similar. They're in different poses. I'm kind of, I mean, is, that, is there a fandom for that that wants the same pop just in a different pose? And, you know what I think and- there is I think Lev is probably a big fan of it because they're always Toy Tokyo pieces. This one I don't think is Toy Tokyo. Is Somebody it? said it was going to be Barnes and Noble, is what I oh, saw. Really? I, I don't know how accurate oh. that is because right. I think when they first started announcing them on the Funko app, I think they were putting what the shared retailer was. And then I went and checked later on when some more releases came out and it didn't have the shared retailer. So I don't know if maybe somebody saw that one on the Funko app and that one said Barnes and Noble initially, because they've gone back since and erased all that stuff from what I could tell. It all just still says, uh, you know, New York Comic Con. It doesn't say anything about a, a retailer, but I saw something, you know, how they have the little shared pictures that, that people put out and I could oh, yeah. or I saw one where it said, uh, Barnes and Noble for the for those two. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was another um, Toy Tokyo release because, like like you said, Clint, like they've been a lot of uh, Toy Tokyo ones have been uh, very similar that they've done in the, the previous years. Right, and I, I again, I I mean, if, there, if there's a fandom for that, awesome. But it just feels like, and this is I, this is somebody who doesn't know a lot about um, Green Hornet, but. Um, why you know what i mean like why are there villains they could make are there you know you know secondary characters they could make why are they making the same ones over and over again just something i don't understand more than um i'm upset about so that's why i'm asking and kind of surprised to see that i think the only one that kind of i don't i don't know how to say this like maybe threw me off a little bit was the um dark phoenix uh, pop mm. and tea combo uh like the pop looks super awesome like i don't know if anybody looked uh, uh looked at it closely but the pop is really really neat uh but the t-shirt like the artwork on it do- just doesn't seem like funko's normal style i guess is the way to say it so that combo kind of threw me off between the the tea looking like uh, is that even a Funko tee? And then the pop just being like super awesome. Like, I don't know if it's going to be an option where you can just get the pop. I know most of the time it's pop and tea and that's all it is. But um, that, that was the one thing that kind of threw me off, I guess, so far out of the releases. And as somebody who collects the X-Men, I'll have to get that. And I was, uh, I was bummed to see it as a t-shirt and, and, and I get you, the t-shirt is a little, it's, I don't know if it's just grittier than, than the others, but it's a little something for sure. So uh, I, I get it. I totally agree with you actually. And the pop is really rad. Yeah, the pop is awesome looking. We didn't need another uh, another Dark Phoenix, but if we're gonna have it, that one is pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. Did you guys see the movie? Yes, I did. I did. I Honest did not. Opinion. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as everyone said it was. It was. I mean, it wasn't great. It's no X two. It's no First Class. It's no um, you know Days of Future Past. But it wasn't like the worst movie ever. 
you know. Um, but anyway, I digress. We uh, haven't done this for a bit, but since speaking of Dark Phoenix, I got this in the mail. Oh, well. Uh, yes, you did. Yep. I hate you, but yes, you did. I got it through trade. Sure. So. Oh, good. What'd you uh, give up? Well, I'm not a obviously aside from the Chrome Batman's. The only reason I keep buying them is because I got the first one, right? And I want to try to stay complete yeah. on it. Yep. I'm not obviously a big DC guy, Marvel over DC. Sorry, sorry DC. But um, I wasn't very partial to my Black Manta Freddy that I got at Fun Days this year, so I traded somebody for this and one of the other Robot Freddies from last year. Oh, oh that, I think yeah. that's a good trade. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it definitely was because I'd rather have a Freddy and Dark Phoenix over that Freddy. Sorry. No, for yeah. sure. That makes, makes sense. sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Well done, sir. Well done. Was that a local trade? No, mainland. Mainland. Nice. Very or good. States. We call it mainland out here. Understood. Understood. Um, just looking through here again. Some of the pieces uh, there, like like uh, Joey mentioned, there's some interesting one-off pieces, like the uh, the clown um, for um, I don't even remember what series it's from, but there's that guy. There's. Um, Oh, there was a, another one I saw, and I can't think of what it is now. But anyway, interesting that they, they did some some of those individuals. Bluntman and Chronic surprised me, partially because it's just not a very family-oriented thing. <laughs> that, that's what surprised me the most about it, too, was be, I'm pretty sure that's the first one that they've done like that, Funko, as far as one that references something that hardcore. They did do Dick in a Box. They did. Oh, they actually did. They, they did, did the two-pack, yeah. right? Like, yeah, that's true. So, can't always be family-friendly. I, I like family I'm a fan yeah. of it. Yeah, I'm not but, saying that they have to. It, all I'm saying is it surprised me that they did right. that. Right, and I liked. I I look forward to the next Bob uh, or Silent Bob and Jay movie. I know I said it backwards, but still, I'm excited to see it when it comes out. So it's nice, uh, nice promo there. And I know they like Kevin Smith, and Kevin Smith likes Funko. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it makes sense. It was just a little surprising that they did a marijuana themed uh, set. So anyway, just my thoughts. Um, any other thoughts on the releases, guys? Uh, just waiting for next week to see what they roll out with. I know there's a couple of fandoms that still haven't been announced yet. Uh, I know there was one that was teased for uh, Simpsons and Treehouse of Horror. Which uh, you got you got to imagine they're going to have to do that. They, I mean, that can't even be fake. You know what I mean? Like right, 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 yeah. right. And then um, Star Wars. I know some people have speculated that they you know they had D23 and they had Star Wars Celebration this year, but you know SDCC had. Two, they had the Chrome Yoda and the Chrome Boba Fett. So I'm assuming there's going to be something, at least one for NYCC coming out. I totally think you're right. And Ben actually brought up a good point when him and I were talking offline. He said um, Forest Friday is on the 4th. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. be shocked if they said something, you know, maybe even similar to Rick and Morty is like, hey, we have a Star Wars pop, but we can't say what it is yet. Right. That's you know, a possibility as well. And then there's and then there's the question, do the Pez characters that they announced, is that the end of the ad icon announcements? Because I know those usually come kind of at the tail end of the announcements, or that's traditionally how the announcements come out for cons. So I'm wondering right. if there's going to be something else. You know, the mystery mini ad icons that have been so popular. There was a Mr. Owl in there, uh, but they have not done a Mr. Owl uh, Funko Pop yet. So I'm wondering if that Mr. Owl is coming around the corner and maybe a NYCC exclusive. Good call, and they're also do uh, different variants of Kool Aid, different colors. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and there's and, been uh, no Disney line announcement yet. Yeah, either. 
Sun, Sun mentioned that there was a lot Disney. He also mentioned another one, uh, Dragon Ball. There hasn't been any anime, and I think he's right about that. So there has been. I there's thought, MHA that they released. Yeah, they did MHA. Um, yeah. So anime they've got covered, but unusual. There is no DBZ yet. I agree. So maybe that's its own thing, though. And and Possibly. I mean, I know they did a, a one video game for Overwatch. And I was curious. You know, they kind of haven't done Cuphead in a while and stuff. You know, it'll be interesting. I'm well, they had a few spastics. video game ones. They've they had a few like, different video games. Oh, they did Borderlands. You're right. And they also had uh, Fortnite. They had a Fortnite one, too. Fortnite video game. <laughs> Chet's racing to the finish line. He's looking for more spastic friends. That's right. Chet, Chet needs them all. The only other thing I thought that was interesting is we're still doing the uh, Rick and Morty hidden. You know what right. I mean? Like, they're just hinting at him. And I know, again, the season doesn't come out till November, but still kind of surprising that they're just hinting at him and not actually releasing him after this but hey i'll end up getting those two so it doesn't matter but you know be curious to see what they are anyway that's all i have you guys have anything else about new york comic-con funko releases you want to say i just want nycc to come so i can add that new tony stark to my wall (laughs) i love that you are more excited about tony stark than you are batman i I hope you get both actually especially since you have the rest of them i'm pretty sure that batman shouldn't be that hard to get 1500 is limited man i i know some people He'll find a way. I'll find he a way. Knows, he knows or, I hope or my wallet well. will find a way. Ryan finds a way. Yeah. Ryan finds Ryan a way. Finds well, very good. So um, I, I know we've been kind of recording for a little bit, so I'm going to keep moving along here. Should we talk about next week's challenge? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I will let any, I'll let one of you guys do it. I'll, I'll talk about it. So the challenge, the dorksman uh, next week is going to be for Clint. Uh, AKA Rand McNally, <laughs> AKA Clintonius. <laughs> that uh, yeah. <laughs> um, next week, uh, Clint is going to, since he does not really have a very good uh, hip hop base uh, knowledge, we're going to uh, help him out with that. And we're going to be voting on which hip hop song Clint will listen to as he goes through the McDonald's drive through. And he will be uh, on IG Live or, or Twitter or something doing that whole thing. Uh, so everybody's got to make their nomination. I think what we should do this week, since we don't have a fourth guest, is maybe have uh, me, Ryan, and Nate, of course, suggest something. And then have a other category where people can suggest stuff underneath. That'd be cool. You can write it in, tweet at us and stuff. It, and- either that or we have somebody in the chat or the chat comes up with one. That's a possibility, too. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go first with my suggestion. Uh, Your song, If It Wins, that you'll have to listen to from me, will be My Humps by Black Eyed Peas. (laughs) (laughs) That goes really well while I'm ordering my McNuggets. Okay. Right right to your hips. That's where where those nuggets are going. Right to your humps. Your lovely lady humps. That's right. (laughs) I thought it's Lady Lumps. Is it? It it is Lady Lumps. I'm sorry. Clint's lovely lady lumps. That whole Clint's. Is that the podcast lumps. episode name, by the way? Clint's I think lady, so. Lovely lady lumps. Yeah, yeah, probably at this sure. point. Yeah, I think that's it. We've we've decided. I don't know what I'm gonna do for the art then. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to see it. Yeah, my well, eyes. I'll figure something out. Anyway, who's next? I guess you could go. Uh, go. I'll, I'll yeah. Um. So I got to keep it with the Biggie theme. Yeah. Um, well, we'll go back to his uh, to one of his early albums uh, on Ready to Die, and uh, I'll pick uh, Juicy. Will be the one for you. It's not super offensive. It's it's a classic. It's classic hip hop beat. 
it's not super offensive or anything. Um, so, you know, people, if that wins, it's not going to be, it's not going to be the, I was, I was thinking, you know, shout out my high pop hunter. I was thinking about something like two live crew or, you know, like ice T or NWA, but like, I don't want Clint to get hurt on IG live doing a stupid challenge for us. I, I so maybe that. one day, maybe episode 100. We'll do yeah, that. the the intent here is to like poke fun and like you know be good natured fun about it. We're not trying to get Clint beat up or stabbed or shot or anything. Yeah, on uh, a very serious note, as as funny as it may be to some people, we don't want that. Yeah. So, all right, all right, Ryan, what's your selection? Well, I'm gonna piggyback off of what you said, Joey, and try to keep it light, lighthearted and fun. I think it'd be funny. For Clint to roll through McDonald's drive-through, ordering a milkshake, listening and singing, yes, milkshake, yes, 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 yes. Oh, that I was actually my second choice. If I was going with right. my, I just thought about it right now when you said milkshake. the McNuggets thing. But at least you know people <laughs> will look at you like something ain't wrong with that boy right there. Right, get a Hank Hill. Something ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> but at, at least right. nobody's gonna come over and like try to smack you around. They might. They might, they might, they might well, join you. They might sing with you. Laugh at like, you hysterically. That's what, was what we're that, going uh, for. What was that challenge uh, that people would get out of their car and dance to? Maybe we'll have to do that. You know. Oh, the um, Kiki. Yeah. yeah. Drake thing. Yeah. 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 Something like that. All right. Go, old, go. go even further back. You get Clint to to ghost ride his whip through the through the drive. <laughs> Not through the drive through. We don't want him to crash into anything. <laughs> That's true. I'll go, I'll go on an off time. So anyway. Um, oh, awesome. All right, there you go. So we'll be posting that when we post, uh, obviously, all this to social Hi, Mike. Media. Mike's back. Welcome, I tell you what. Welcome back, Mike. I'll tell, I'll tell you what. No, it's that what? Boy ain't right. You have to I like do the, that. I like, I like the Hank Hill and King of the Hill has come up a lot, really, a lot lately. But anyway, um, we'll share that challenge. We'll also share a fourth option. Make sure you guys vote. Um, heads up, I guess we should announce this now. We're actually planning to publish tomorrow versus wait until Thursday. So... Keep an eye out on social media and wherever you listen to podcasts, and we'll be sharing that when the time comes. Heads up. So, um, okay, great. Well, Is then, it game uh, time yet? What do you I think? think so. I'm down with game time. Are you down with game time? Let's do it. Chet's ready. Yes. Chet, if Chet's ready, I'm ready. Let's do this. Are we playing a new game or another old game? Oh, it's a new game, sir. It is a new game. Oh, wait, wait. This well, is yeah. not game time. It's called Toilet Thoughts. Yes, toilet. toilet okay. So, side note, I, you know, I told y'all that I was going to try to stay on brand, and whenever I talked about the game that I came up with, that I said I was on the toilet when I came up with this idea. Um, but I decided to be honest about it. Uh, I was not on the toilet when I came up with this idea. Uh, this week's game is called Golden Oldies, and I'm going to give you a TV show or a movie, and you have to tell me which one of the four Golden Girls was in that episode or that movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> are we talking their real names or their name on the show? Because the only one I can really recall right now is Estelle Getty. And obviously, everybody knows Betty White. I can't remember who played Blanche. In no, 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 no. You can just tell me Rose. Yeah. You can oh, just say you Rose, Blanche, Dorothy, or Sophia. Okay. But Rose was Betty White. Uh, Blanche was Rue McClanahan. Dorothy was B. Arthur. And uh, Sophia was, of course, Estelle Getty. But that's all you have to do is just give me the name of the character that's fine did you know all their names off the top of your head i did i did I'm, I'm impressed. so so that's why i was saying i wasn't on the toilet when i thought about it i was actually watching golden girls when i thought of the idea so guilty hey, pleasure. now we know what joey does on his downtime hey, thanks for being a friend 
That's 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 not a guilty pleasure. I just love that show. <laughs> Don't forget to travel down the road and back again. Yes. Yeah. All right. So are we ready? I think no, so. We'll do it. Well, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Ryan, we're going to start off with you. Then we'll go Ooh. Nate, and then we'll go Clint. Since Clint is our two-time champion right now, we need to dethrone him. Okay, that's that's the plan here. All right. I just hope I, right. I don't come in last place again. Come on. Yeah. No. 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 That's all done. I think I think you're going to win this week. Um, that's what I'm pulling for this all week right. is for you to win. Oh, well, it's rigged, huh? All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Ryan. Futurama. Oh hell. I don't know. Oh, I, I, actually, I actually do know the answer to this. I'm not surprised. I don't watch Futurama. Uh, boom, 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 Betty White. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, no, it was actually Dorothy. B. It was B. Arthur. She played yeah, B. Arthur. <laughs> she played the uh, female computer. Yes. Yes, she did. <laughs> the femputer. Femputer. That's exactly <laughs> correct. <laughs> All for one. No points for no points for Clinton on that one. No, I, no. I, I'm just excited I knew that. Go on. All right. Uh, Nate. Right. And, and side note, I loved this cartoon. I wish I could find it again somewhere. But which one of them was on an episode of Duckman? Oh, oh I remember that. Show. I'm going to say Betty White. No, it was Sophia. Oh. It was actually on an episode of Duckman. I guess it was Blanche, so I'm glad I didn't have it. <laughs> yep. All right, Clint. All right. Your turn, sir. Who was on an episode of Spider-Man, the animated series? The 90s one. Blanche. It was Blanche. Oh, Dad, yeah. it, Clint, you're going to end up winning again. <laughs> ah. All right. Uh, next up, we have Ryan. And it's Valorax. You mentioned the Lorax earlier, so I'm giving you the Lorax. This, this is the movie, right? Yes. No, the book. Who was in the book? <laughs> I didn't know yes, the movie or a cartoon. I it's my ask. The most recent one. Okay, go on. I still don't know the answer, so I'm just gonna take a <laughs> shot in the dark here. I only mentioned Lorax because I thought it was surprising that it sold out before Batman did, right? Uh Blanche. I don't know. No, it was Rose. It was Rose. All right, uh Nate, it is up to you. Uh, to tell me which one was on an episode of Community. Oh, I know this one is going to come up. I know it. Um, Are you Googling it? No. Are I you don't. cheating? No. Nope. I am not. I'm, 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 I'm replaying Back to Sun, saying that I'm <laughs> terrible at these games. I'm off of these games, too. I'm, I'm going to have to say Betty White just because I'm pretty that sure. That is correct. It was yes. Betty White. Very good. Yeah. She plays the, the um, anthropologist teacher. Okay. Yes. With All the right. blow dart? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. You were talking about King, King of the Hill earlier there, oh. sir. So, Clint, which one was in King of the Hill? Sophia. No, it was Blanche. It was Blanche. I was thinking McClanahan. Ouch. No, that, that makes total sense when I think about it. All right. Round three. Okay. To you, Ryan. Which one was in one of your favorite shows? Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually thinking really hard about this too right now. Dun, dun. Do, do I have a don't do that? Dun dun. <laughs> I, ruin my train of thought here. Uh, do I have a time limit on this? I, I'm I'm seriously I'm taking this to heart and I'm really thinking about this because I I should know being that I like the show. 
I'm okay. the Jeopardy theme music. Actually, I'm okay with Do-do-do. Be Arthur. <sighs> no, it was Blanche. Was it? Yes. I think that was a good guess, though. Damn. All right, Nate, to you, sir. All right. Which one was in the Star Wars Holiday Special? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Dorothy. Very good. That is correct. Ding, ding, ding. I was thinking of B. Arthur, too. Well done. So a point to you. I'm All right, have Clint. A donut again. Clint, yep. which one was in SpongeBob? Rose. That is correct. It was Betty White. So you and Nader tied after three rounds. Ryan, you've got to get out of this hole, sir. You are (laughs) over three today. Which one was on uh, an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm? Alex, I am going to say Burt Reynolds. Final answer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right, Dima. (laughs) It was Dorothy. Oh, I was gonna think. I was gonna say it was Rose. No. At this point, I don't. I don't know the answers. Me guessing my one fourth here is not helping. So, all right, I'm Nate. just gonna go off my own road. Here. <laughs> there you go, Nate. Who was in Stuart Little? Stuart Little, um, Blanche. No, it was Sophia. Ugh. All right, Clint. Which one? was in the movie Starship Troopers. Yuck. Uh, Let's go with Sophia. Nope, it was Blanche. It was Blanche. It was Blanche. All right. Next up, Ryan. Which one was in the movie History of the World Part 1? Classic Mel Brooks movie. Wow, uh, you're going reaching back on that one. Are we going to arm them with mighty joint? What? <laughs> oh, you don't, you don't, you don't know the movie? Uh, I, it's been a while since oh. I've seen it. I mean, I remember the basic premise that they kind of jump around in points of history, and uh, he's, he's I remember the, it's good to be the king. He's it's but a good scratch. to be the king. Quit stalling. <laughs> no, I just I like the movie. <laughs> I'm kind of overdue movie. to watch it again, but I still don't know the answer. <laughs> It's funny because I remember all the different, you know, scenes in the movie, but I can't remember obviously what's important right now. Uh, we'll say Dorothy. Very good. Yeah, I just guessed. (laughs) Yes. All right, Uh, Nate and Clint, y'all are tied at two, so we'll see if this is the final uh, fifth round or not. All right, Uh, Nate, which one? was in an episode of Mad About You. Ooh. I'm going to stick with Blanche as my answer. <sighs> no, it was Sophia. God damn it. I think that's twice that it was <laughs> Sophia when I said it was Blanche. All right, Clint. Let's see if you can make it three weeks in a row as the winner of Toilet Thought Games. Let's do it. Who was... In an episode of Boy Meets World. Rose. Nope, it was Blanche. Damn, that's three questions of Blanche, and I guess something else. That's <laughs> right. Blanche. We got we to gotta move on to a tiebreaker round. All right. Nate, All right. who, who was in the movie Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? 
Oh my gosh. Ooh. Sophia. It was Sophia. Very hey, nice. All right, Clint. I thought you were going to guess Blanche on that one, but I'm glad you just keep it going. <laughs> Hi, Kelly. Which one was in an episode of Blossom? Dorothy. No, it was Sophia. We have a new winner this week. It is Nathaniel. Very good. Yes. I, did I thought it. you said I was going to win. What's going on? So, well, at least Rand McNally didn't win this week. Rand yeah. McNally. Yes. Hi, Kelly. Hey, why don't you go south? As in all the way to hell, all right? Go. Oh. oh. Sorry, I'm kidding. Where is that on nice. the map, though, Clint? Is it <laughs> yes, like I don't think you can tell me how to get there. Yeah, <laughs> show us on the map how to get to hell. You take a right at that <laughs> at that light. And, yeah. yeah. Take a left at Albuquerque. Right. Very good. Hey, <laughs> shout out to Joey. That was fun. That's, That's a third awesome game you've come up with. Those are those are well done, sir. I'm uh, still disappointed. I thought I thought you said it was supposed to like be beneficial to me. This was not he beneficial. Gave you, he gave you SVU and you didn't get it right. That's on you. Yeah. And I didn't say SVU. I just said Law and Order. I think <laughs> it was right, one of the, from the original series. See that that makes a difference. I don't. I never was a big fan of Law and Order. SVU, yes. Fine. Like if you ask me, Ludacris, I can tell you SVU. Ludacris was an SVU. I didn't know that. Ludacris yeah. was in an episode of SVU. Wyclef Jean. There's been a lot of folks up on that show, but yeah. was that was that a crossover episode of Ludacris and like uh, Fast and Furious? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you you're, just, you're just reaching racing. there. Yeah, I just had to, I had to ask. Yeah. So um, I think that's kind of a uh, kind of it for the podcast. Unless you guys want to say anything else before we get to the pineapple fact, I know we got to end on that. But um, yeah, anything else before we sign out, gentlemen? I think it's fun. Yeah, I just want to thank this everybody was... that joined us on uh, YouTube. You know, all six people. Thank you all for coming. Hey, it yeah. was fun. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Well, if you think yeah. about it, Sun's been here for like a good amount of the time. I don't know if he was here initially at the very beginning, but he stuck through it. And Mike came back. So Mike came back. Yeah. Mile High Pop Hunter's been here for a majority of the time. Kelly showed up. We love it. I know Larry and Scott were in here earlier. I know Alex was in here earlier. So mm -hmm. we had Ed was in here earlier. Yep. So we, we had a good crowd, and we really appreciate the support. We're going to keep doing this. If you guys want to join us, that's awesome because we love hearing feedback and knowing other people are enjoying what we're doing. So with that said, let's wrap this up. Again, I, and I, I will get to the pineapple fact in a second, but before we do anything else, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at the underscore dorksman. Feel free to shoot us an email, dorksman at gmail.com. Obviously, we're on YouTube. We might have to use this channel for a few other things. And uh, I think that pretty well covers it. So again... Hashtag ask the dorksman for questions. We'd love to answer some more Q&A. We have a queue still, but the more we have, the better. Uh, keep your eyes out for challenge the dorksman. And with that said, let's do our pineapple fact. All right. Pineapple fact this week. So Hawaii produces about a third of all the pineapples in the world. Oh, wow. So shout out to Hawaii for providing us with delicious pineapples. Shout all out to the 808. I guess I'll take delicious. credit for that. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan, for personally <laughs> delivering us one-third of the world's pineapples. Ryan, thank you for your service and your country and your state. I almost called it country. <laughs> we might as well be. We're the most right, isolated right. place on earth, right? right. So. Thank you for your state's contribution. We appreciate it. Awesome. Well, again, everyone, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're listening to the audio only, again, SoundCloud, make sure to interact with us there. We'd love reviews. And do not forget to retweet the uh the mention of episode five 
for our contest. So with that said, everyone, thank you. And word, homies. Gotta bounce. That's my secret. I'm always angry. Please no gang signs.